By the way, listeners, we've lost Martin, hopefully temporarily only. His um, building alarm went off. He was probably trying to cook some chocolate brownies or something. Oh, no. Burnt the brownies again. I would like to say that... Um, that, that this has all worked out very well, listeners. Very well. I have this song. <laughs> Jesus, this I can take you home. <laughs> oh, on fire. On fire. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my God. Music, baby. Welcome to another episode of Music, Movies and Madness, the show where we talk about all things related to music and movies and sometimes um, other things too. Uh, tonight we're talking about our favourite cover songs and uh, covers that we think might be even better than the original. Um, and we have a special guest on tonight's show, Jason Curry. Hey Jace. Hello. Woo! Hello, hello. <laughs> I, must just, I must say it's uh, pretty fun being on this side of the podcast for a change, uh, seeing how the sausage is made, so to speak. Thank <laughs> <laughs> well, And very certainly... excited about, <laughs> about tonight's theme. Yeah. Don't, don't, start about, don't start talking about sausages with these guys. It'll be disastrous. No. <laughs> Good stuff. Of course, welcome to the lads, Ian, Martin, Glenn. Hey, fellas. Hey. Evening. When it's not Jess. Yeah. So, um, listeners, Jason uh, and I go way back 30 years um, to our university days. Um, That's great. Yeah. Where, Jace, you um, you swooned. You swooned on one of our... Oh, one of your friend group. One of our one friend of your uni, group. Yes. uni friend group. And uh, if I recall correctly, <laughs> you ended up being the MC at our wedding. And... Oh, I- uh, it seems to have stuck, so uh, I guess uh, it's roughly 90% up to you, I guess, or <laughs> I should be thinking. Or... I'm still insane, aren't I, here? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, but... quite right. Yeah, yeah. Um, shout out to um, the lovely Nirosha, your wife, and your yes. children as well. Hopefully they're listening. Ryan um, and Jess. Ryan, yeah, Ryan and Jess. Um, yeah, so tonight we're talking our favourite covers. Um, and, Jace, this is something that came out of... A dinner we had a few weeks ago, right? Where that's right. We were sort of spitballing ideas for a show, and I'm not sure if it was you or me, but I'll happily take the credit <laughs> of coming up with this idea of covers. In fact, I think I might have said covers that were more famous than the original, and you sort of corrected me and said I, maybe we should do ones which we think are better. I, I think I yeah I I tweaked it because the you covers that it. I'm. I, I'm I'm very passionate about some covers that aren't terribly popular, mm. <laughs> so well certainly not as popular as the original. But uh, that well, we'll be the care. judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, fellas, how did you find the week digging around for your favourite covers? It's no, been re- really really entertaining. Um, good conversation starter, and me and my wife had a great time talking about it yesterday. And um, I've even got a couple of her faves in here as well for tonight. Nice, nice, nice. New smoothie, Glenn. Smoothie. You old dog. (laughs) Yeah, it was was a fun one to do. Um, The only thing I would say is they're not necessarily, I don't necessarily consider them better than the originals, but they are like, well, one of them I do. One of my my choices. Okay. Yeah. Oh, don't yeah. be on the fence, man. No, don't no, be this, on the this, fence. No, this is a valid point. This is this is a real valid point because when because in your head you think, oh yeah, this version's way better. 
But actually, when you go back to it and listen to the two side by side, some of the originals actually they're not they're not that bad. Yeah, I you agree. Know? They stack up well. Yeah, so to say they're better than is real hard, isn't it? But mm. as good as or prefer, definitely. Mm. I've definitely it, taken the challenge up, though. I feel like I've got a few. Fun. Good. Fun. Good, yeah. good, good. And Ian, how do you find it? I find it fun. I don't have a wife, so I can't chat with my wife. But uh <laughs> found someone else's wife and chatted with uh, But I've got my guitar. Yeah. And oh, uh, what this actually did is it it it's it uh sp- it spoke to you. <laughs> it's it spoke okay. to you. It actually uh, inspired weak. inspired me to to relearn one of the yeah. songs. Yeah. Oh, good, nice. And Jace, yeah. how'd you go? Oh, I I was so excited about this. I, I I'm I just narrowing it narrowing it down to five was uh, was the hard bit oh. for me. Mm. But yeah. um, I'm I'm happy to extend Agreed. the theme to just noteworthy covers. Although I think all of my covers, I think all the covers that I've chosen, definitely, I think they're better than the original. All right. Yeah. What's the most covered song of all time, fellas? Ooh. I will always love you. No. Oh no, no, no. That awful I know that awful Hallelujah song that needed no. to be retired. No? No. 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 Uh, Br- Brownout Girl. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> no. Every cover band I've ever no, ever seen played for Oh, Happy come. Happy Happy Birthday. No, come on. <laughs> uh Star Spangled Banner. Oh no! Yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> Yesterday by the Beatles. Yes, it's been oh, covered by over twenty-two hundred artists. Wow, there's a few. Why can't um, they write their own stuff? I don't know. I knew you would get something Beatles in there. I had every to every damn time. <laughs> I had to every show. Yep. So did the you know Be- Kate Bush? The Beatles, I'm just Johnny Ma, Kate Bush. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, Jesus straight into David. it. Right, I right. bet those three ever collaborated. Screw. <laughs> <laughs> so, how we're going to do this, folks, is starting. Perhaps Glenn, with you, lead us out. The first one I've got is called "Sea of Love," and I'll play a bit of that now for you. <laughs> That's Phil Phillips and the Twilights from way back in the day. Pretty good. I know. I I think so too. Um, Mm -hmm. But the next one I've chosen, the cover that I really like, and I, you know what, I think, I think it's better, but I mean, it could open to debate, but anyway, this is um, Cat Power doing the song. um, So yeah, that's um, Cat Power doing Sea of Love, and she, um, she needs to she needs to retune a didgeridoo, doesn't she? 
Quite, well out of tune, that. quite quite possible, but I um, I I what? love it. It's an auto harp. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, it's an auto harp. It's, it's very charming. It's a sort <laughs> yeah. of Hawaiian um, uh, tiki it lounge is, type yeah. feel to it. Yeah, I I think it strips Completely it back to the essence. Arrangement. That and you know what? The key of mm. the core of the melodies all there, um, and it's had oh, it's I think it's been. Put into so many bloody movies and things now. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so yeah, you, I think it's got... become the modern definitive of it. Do you reckon? I oh, know, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you fell apart <laughs> under questioning. <laughs> I, I think I did. Um, but no, I rate it, I rate it more. So Ooh. if I had the choice, I'd it probably listen nice. to, I'd nice. listen to that. Yeah, there's, there's at least two types of covers, right? There's either the, the type which is, um, you know, same arrangement. Same instruments, pretty much, and then there's something like that, right? Which is completely almost a different genre. I know, and that's no, the sort um, of thing I'm probably more drawn to. So interesting, very nice, very nice. Martin, what have you got for us, mate? So the first one I've chosen tonight is a song from 1985, um, and uh, it's um, "Everybody Wants to Rule the World" by Tears for Fears. Oh, Yes, that's the original one. That, 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 that seemed to me, Martin, that's got better over the years. I don't know why. Uh, it, it does, it's just a classic track. It it's brilliantly amazing. done, brilliantly yeah. produced. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the cover version I, I found of it um, is off an album. And I've got to say, I think this band have, uh, over the last few years have become the kings of the cover version. Um, so, um, in fact, the last album, this band's last album, they did um, uh, an album of covers. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, this is their version of it. So see if you yeah. can get it. Here we go. Wasn't it? It was Weezer, wasn't it? It sounded like Weezer. It sounds like Weezer. Auto tune gave it away. It, it was, was Weezer. Weezer. Yeah. Weezer why did they Weezer. just? Why did they do it exactly like the original? Well, it's funny because that album that they've done, um, there's like three or four that are very similar to the originals, and and the rest kind of go off on a tangent. But that was, uh, yeah, their version of everybody. I. I mean, it's cool because it sounds like the original, which I love. But I why think, did you just listen I to the original? 
Well, no, because the Weezer versions is a, a slightly faster tempo, and it's up a couple of keys. It is up a couple of keys, yeah. Oh, I wouldn't have picked that. No, I got that straight away. Oh, you're so <laughs> Thank cool. You, Thank you, that was lovely. Thank you. Um, Jason, <laughs> how did you go? What have you got for us, mate? Well, I, I really like a cover where they do significantly reinterpret, you know, a big well-known mm. song. And mm. even better when they, there's like a surprising crossover to another, another genre. I think that's really cool. Mm. So I wanted to start by um, uh, cover, doing a couple of my uh, favorite covers. So I'll, I'll do one now and one later um, that are actually linked by a common motivation. So they, they both take a massive mainstream hit and they give it a twist because they felt that there was a disconnect in the original. And the disconnect is that while the original songs are upbeat and positive musically, the lyrics were quite sad. So it was this kind of disconnect. So the mm. first one that I wanted to, to start with is um, The Supremes. So in 1966, The Supremes released a song called uh, You Keep Me Hanging On, and it was a massive Motown hit. I'm sure you all know it. So here's, here's a little taste. Pretty sure we all know that one, don't That's we? That's tight, isn't it? That is some <laughs> seriously it? good musicians in there. Wow. Absolutely. So uh, there's a band called Vanilla Fudge, and they're listening to this in 1966, and they're a bit confused. So I read I read this interview with the drummer, whose name's Carmine, I think, and he said that they would take songs and they'd slow them right down and they'd listen to the lyrics and just really get a sense of what the song's about. And they mm. said, listening to The Supremes, it was fast and happy, but it was, and in, these are his words, uh, it was a hurting song, definitely not a happy song. So they decided mm. to fix it, right? So they they took this tight and catchy, you know, three-minute radio edit Motown song, and one year later in 67, they turned it into an epic seven-and-a-half-minute-long psychedelic acid <laughs> rock yes. assault of heartache. <laughs> so, look, uh, to, look, to be honest... The two-minute-long intro is a little bit insufferable. It's um, somewhat indulgent. Uh, it's a cacophony of false starts and um, heavy distortion, sort of typical of prog psychedelic rock, uh, if you think of, like, um, early early Pink Floyd. But this just makes the payoff even sweeter when it just eventually kicks into that familiar sort of catchy hook and stuff. So I'm going to play a clip. Keep an ear out for those sharp, tight late 60s drums which are which are awesome there's a baroque organ under there as well and i love how it, it winds up into the set me free why don't you babes with these little electric uh tw twists that come flying off the edge of the vocals it's, it's really pretty epic <laughs> So have we heard that one before? Beautiful. No. That's pretty awesome. mean. 
That was I've definitely voice. heard of Van- yeah, Vanilla Fudge is a great band. Didn't they do a um, version of Ticket to Ride similar? Oh, did they? Wow. Or somebody that like that. Really <laughs> slow, grungy. Jing, 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 it's just jing, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. What a great band. They totally own that. <laughs> that was awesome. So that's my first one. Nice one. Thanks, Jace. All right, Mr. Wallace. Over to you, You'll mate. Kill, man. What have yeah. you got for us? Right, let's see if we can... Uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, okay. Well, uh, thank you, David. Um, I tend to go for the more um, samey-samey kind of... Same, same. Cover. But different. Yeah, same sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I had fun. I mean, I listened to anything. But uh, I had I had fun going over some stuff. So here's, here's the first one I got for you. I'm sure you'll all know it. Check this out. Yeah, you got that, guys? Mm, yes. Who's that? Dolly Parton. That was Dolly. Yep. Oh. Dolly. I don't, I don't think I've Sean. heard the original. I don't yeah. think I've heard that one. And it's, it's actually not bad. This is the problem. When you yeah, go back yeah, to them, yeah, you're yeah. actually like, oh, actually, this is a new one better? I'm not sure now. Mm. I'm a bit of a sucker for that kind of um, 90s rock right, yeah. guitar shit. Yeah. Oh, God, who did this? I remember this. Yeah, same. He goes, girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> That's the uh, collective soul, that is. I will take the, the original any day over that. Yeah. Well, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're allowed. You're allowed. Uh, it's, you I, know, I do you're like a, a bit of country. Yeah. I did not know that the original came from Dolly. Yeah, well, neither did I till recently. But uh, unbelievable. Yeah, He's everywhere, Dolly. But oh, I do right. like that sort of. I do like. I'm a bit of a '90s kind of that extreme mm. Van Halen, grungy, mm. cheesy guitar-y sort of a dude. So, yeah. but Dolly's version is very, very good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's a different version. Yeah, collective nice. soul's pretty good. They slowed it down something massive, eh? Hmm. I love that. Yeah. She, Dolly does it. Dolly does it. She goes, yeah. Does she? Does she? <laughs> yes, he does. I'm so going to listen to that. Thanks. Right. What do you got, Dave? Right. Then there's a cover that you just know that the cover was actually meant to be. It was basically meant to be the definitive version. And whoever recorded it to begin with should have just, just handed it over. This is one of those songs. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Nothing. I mean, nothing, honey, if it ain't free. Nah, nah. Yeah, feeling good was easy now when he sang a blues. You know, feeling good was good enough. Oh, yeah. Now, do you know who? Janice did it better. Janice did it better. Do you know who did the original? I bet you don't know who did the original. Oh, it sounds like, no. You'll never guess. It's been covered so many times. Written by Chris Christopherson, originally sung by Roger Miller. Who? Roger Miller. Mm. 
King of the road. How yeah, did yeah. you do that fancy shift yeah, from one to the other? That was that You got a mixer. You won't challenge more that to boys. come, boys. Play oh, yourself and you'll that, get a bit more. Some oh, mate, that was right. I just I got chills. I know, I know. But <sighs> yeah, me and Bobby McGee, Janice, Janice Joplin, the definitive version, posthumously. Posthumously, post posthumously, released after she died uh, in seventy one. Oh. Pretty much known as the um, definitive version. So back we go around, Mister Thurston. Over to you. What's your second choice, mate? All right, this is one of my wife's um, favourites. Um, not so much the um, the original as we as we worked out. So I'll play a little bit of that and see if you can guess the, so- the song. That's the original. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Edna Swap. Wacky Magneto is the name of the album, but isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, terrible. And then... I looked at that one as as an option. Yeah. Potentially quite questionable sort of lyrics, but you know, you're definitely easier to dance to Natalie's version than the other. Oh, the other one's just truly horrible. From Um, what I saw, it was recorded three times before she did it. It was released three different by three different artists before Natalie did it. Yeah, exactly. And that was a monster. I just remember when I was dating Bron, and that was like a massive song that she was loving at the time, and bit of a bum. yeah, yeah, and when you listen to the lyrics, they're just ugh. even now. I listen to them, I'm like, ugh, bound and broken on the floor. Like, what the hell? This is terrible shit. Um, so yeah, awful, awful song all round. Um, <laughs> thanks for sharing. Oh, open your mind, man. <laughs> but Natalie's version is better, yes. Okay. Still demented, but at least happily demented. <laughs> right, Martin, yeah, over to you. Right, happily demented. Beat that, Martin. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll try. This, this is probably like one of the wild cards of, of my choices. So uh, the original oh. one, yeah, um, here we go. This is Madonna. Um, really unusual choice for this band to cover this, I've got to say. Um, so this is this is the version by the Manic Street Preachers. Yes, the Manics are awesome. Stop playing with 
three thumbs up from me. <laughs> this is it is a catchy one, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. That's yeah. fab. It's funny when you when you strip that song back and you look at it and you know, I, I was kind of finding it on the piano and finding the chords for it. It's actually really, really well written. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know who the guy was that wrote it, but uh, he produced the album at the time. Um, but it's fantastically constructed. It's, it's got those nasty synth bass notes on it. as the Madonna version, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but if, you listen, if you just break down the chords and look at the chords of it, mm. they're fantastic. It's really well yeah. done. Clever chain. Mm. Nice. Jace. Round right. two. Jace Sabers well, from Madonna. My... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, all right. My next uh, my next cover. Right. The original. It's an iconic disco war cry of feminist empowerment and projected positivity. That's it right so at the end. If you haven't. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Say war Here's cry the, or, or it's war a, crime. <laughs> war crime. Well, it could be. It could be that as well. It could be that as well. Here it is. Right, so that's Gloria Gaynor, I Will mm. Survive, from 1978. So uh, I was talking earlier about uh, songs that have a disconnect that motivates a cover song. So like Vanilla Fudge, a band called Cake, which had a few hits in the 90s, came along in 96 and said, no, listen to the lyrics. There's an awful lot of bitterness being painted over with sunshine there. It's disingenuous. It's not heartfelt. Uh, anything like that. So they released a cover that is dirty and bitter and at times dripping with sarcasm. Um, it's a song that I've seen them introduce live as having a naive false hope. Uh, so that sort of tells you how they feel about the song. Um, early in the cover song, we hear the lead singer. His name's uh, John McRae. He has this sort of snide delivery and he has a stinky cadence that sort of wanders around the beat without a care. Uh, sort of gives it this real authentic, sort of impromptu, heartfelt emotion. But the clip I want to present is actually later in the track because I absolutely love the soaring, bright, bright sort of mariachi horns that are played over this sort of funky bass line. Did you think I'd lay down and die? Hold out, I, I will survive. Yeah, as long as I know how to love, I know I'll be alive. I've got all my life to live. I've got all my love to give. I will survive. I will survive. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, awesome, right? Horns, right? I know, yeah. <laughs> That's the only word I can think of to describe them. So it sounds a little bit mariachi, but I know, David, you're a fan of this one uh, going back. Uh, yeah, we used to listen to that back in 96 whenever it came out. When did yes. it come out? Yep. Yeah, that was 96. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> it's, so you've chosen just... Vanilla Fudge, and that was by Cake. Is there any of the other songs? Are they all got some sort of oh, yes. <laughs> food? I'm food obsessed. <laughs> food link there must going be on. Are you hungry, mate? <laughs> mate, I haven't had my dessert. That's the problem. 
Go to the Marmite Next one's the sweet. All right, cutting <laughs> yes. over to you. Ian, what have you got, mate? Thanks, Jace. It was awesome. Good one. All right. Mr. Wallace. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a beauty for you now, guys. A B-E-A-U-T. So I was chatting to my friend in England who owns the best music shop, the best record shop in the world called yeah. Peer Records. Where's that? Who's and that? that's in Yorkshire. His name's Pat. Patrick. Hey, Pat. Patrick. Hey, Pat. Yep. And he's an amazing drummer and uh, done many gigs with Pat. And I said to him, we're doing this show and he's got an, he's, he's older than me. He's an old git. So he's got a huge musical knowledge. And I said, oh, what do you think to this idea for a, sh for a show? And he said, oh man, yeah, there's some crackers. So I said, um, well, what, if, what would you, you know, chuck it my way? And he gave me these, and these are good songs, man. I've never heard of them before. But uh, here you go. Check this out, boys. The first time ever I saw your face. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I That's enough of that. That's you. That's uh, that's enough of that. Ewan, 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 Ewan McCall, and Piggy Seeger, and uh, it was the yeah. Original. Was that the original Ian? That's the original, and now comes the. Well, this this is got to be the definitive version. Here you go. They saved it. <laughs> Thank God for Roberta Flacker. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Pat. Excellent. Oh, good choice, Loved Pat. Mm. And there are songs, guys. I know you give me a hard time about the Beatles and everything, but, you know, mm. this one, this one, I'm afraid. Um, yeah. I think this is my next choice. Probably. Nah! Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. So here's, here's the origin original. Would you think if I sang out a tune, would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out a key. Yeah. Oh, baby, I can I All I need is my brother. I say I'm gonna get high. What? Apart from the fact you've got Jimmy Page on guitar there and Joe Cocker lead vocals, this thing came out only a few years after the original. It was one year. It was just one, one year. year, right? Yeah, one yeah, year. Yeah. So same. Sixty-seven. Same era. Uh, si yep. Yep. Same era. We're not talking twenty years apart. It's like yeah. two different songs, right? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Amazing. Amazing. Um, I had a yeah. I had a beer with um, who was the singer? Joe, Joe Cocker. Cocker. Joe I had Cocker. a beer with Joe Cocker's original bass player once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did he play on that track? Oh, obviously he would have. No idea. In interesting about the, the Beatles one is McCartney and Lennon wrote it specifically for Ringo to sing. Yeah. So their hands were a bit tied by Ringo's limited vocal range, and they've said as much in interviews. <laughs> so when you give it to like a powerhouse vocal guy like uh, Joe Cocker, it's, Correct. it's, it's no, yeah. no real comparison there. But yeah. I think what's what I wanted to note on, because that was literally my next song. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. What, 
what I think is noteworthy is seeing his performance on stage because you can look up a young Joe Cocker playing this song live at Woodstock in 69. So again, it's only a, a year after that again. And it's like he's in a trance. He's like mm -hmm. fidgeting with the energy of it. He's swaying and clenching his fists with his eyes closed and doing his little jumps and stuff. It's absolutely mesmerizing to watch. It's really cool. Mm. Yeah, he's high oh, yeah. as, man. He's I think that's called cocaine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. He's, as, he's as high as a kite. <laughs> but, but you know what? I went back and had a look at that. I went back and looked at the, um, uh, the Woodstock uh, performance just a couple mm. of days ago just to refresh myself. It, it is definitely worth searching up. But there was something so weird about that performance, and it's the backup singers, you know, the ones that do yeah. the call and response. So they're the ones mm. that ask, do you believe in love at first sight? And Joe Cocker responds and all that sort of thing. But his backup singers are all men and they're singing in this weird high falsetto it's it's maddening oh, yeah. it's so it's so weird you have to go back and have a look at it um they're like um the old uh monty python pepper pot ladies do you remember that <laughs> <laughs> where they used to get dressed up as ladies and go ah, ah, ah. but it's it's really weird it's really weird. and he just hey, responds um... with <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. That's serious physical injury. Did, um, That's a that is the probably the biggest span between uh the original and yeah, yeah, the yeah, goodness totally. of the of mm, the totally different of arrangement. Yeah. 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 yeah you know what? You got a guitar Joe, you got a guitar in there that wasn't in the original. Oh yeah. Mm. Joe Cocker's tour tour rider when he went on tour, you know, like they have a rider of like things that they expect to have backstage, mm. like waiting for them. His tour rider Every night, shepherd's pie. That would do it. He's from the north, isn't he? He's from the north. You can't take a horse away from the shepherd's pie. No, he's from the shepherd's pie away. Probably in the shepherd's pie, Ian. Hey, Chris Stainton was the bassist on that Joe Cocker song. Is that the guy you know, Ian? Chris? Well, he was an alcoholic and... He was so so, so drunk and he pissed himself. So, yeah, it, I didn't sit around for long. Oh. He so smelled was like you, He was an alcoholic, too. He smelled like urine and could oh, speak, speak very well. He played with so, Captain The Who. God, he's shitty. Pie. <laughs> he ate a lot so of basically, pie. basically yeah. a homeless person told you that they were the bass player for <laughs> Joe Cocker <laughs> and you believed it all these years. Only because he was eating <laughs> shepherd's pie. <laughs> I got the link. I was like, "This got to be Joe Cocker's." Mate. Moving right along. <laughs> Back to you, Glenn. You please save us. Here's a good example of a, a track that has become the sort of definitive now. I mean, yeah, I mean, no yeah. slouches, Otis Redding, and not by any in, any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, Aretha just takes it to another another level. They're quite similar, though. Car. Oh they're yeah, of course. They're only, they're only like a year apart or less. Hmm. Um, but then 
that one, I don't know, takes it to a new place and a new ownership of the song. Um, yeah, so it is, yeah, well, I think it, it's pretty clear, I think. Who it's remembers the, the Dinah Singh cameo in uh, Blues Brothers? Oh, mm-hmm. totally. The... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Great movie. Um, yeah, I don't need an excuse to play this song two weeks in a row. Oh, no, play. not your bloody ABC. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Jesus. This is bad as the Beatles. There we go. I'll, I'll save you for that. Right. But here's the cover. Um, so we did a gender sh- swap on the last song, so I thought I'd do another mm. one going the other way. So um, this is Cheryl Crow's version. She was a backing singer for Michael. Wow, she sounds very similar to the young Michael. <laughs> sounds more like Michael than he does. Yeah. <laughs> she was his backing singer. You know wow. that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. She was very young. I mean, yeah, for all the slagging off that she gets, I actually love Cheryl Crow's music. She's got such a good vibe. It's not technical, but her vibe, she's got good groove, man, good feel. Absolutely. Yeah, no, Cheryl's all good. I'd love to see her live. I would. I think she'd be. I think it'd go off. She's always got a good band, eh? Totally nice, nice one. Right, cool. Jason. Sorry, right, I stole, so you, stole your last one, mate. This... All right, here we go. So uh, this one is a probably a really obvious one, but I do like it. Um, it's Johnny Cash's cover of "Hurt" by Nine Inch Nails. So I oh, find uh, the Nine Inch Nails version quite difficult to listen to. Uh, it's industrial rock that's sort of uh, dissonant and keeps you off balance, which is sort of the point. It's it's about mm, self-harm mm. and spiraling drug addiction, and it's meant to be brutal and dark and uncomfortable. So, um, And it is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he, here's Love a taste. It. Yeah, it's uh, pretty brutal. It's got yeah. sort of guttural screams and industrial industrial screams as well. Um, so, yeah, that, that's pretty rough. But um, anyway, towards the end of his life, Johnny Cash released a series of albums called The American Recordings, uh, the last of which, uh, number four in the series, was also his very last album before he died. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it was entirely covers, uh, including a very cool version of Personal Jesus by Depeche Mode. Uh, but the most notable for me was was the cover of Hurt. Um, so just, just a bit of background on it. It's really interesting that um, Rick Rubin was the uh, producer of the album. And he was really the driving force behind the cover because um, uh, when, when he proposed it to Trent Reznor of the Nine Inch Nails, Trent was flattered that Johnny Cash might cover it. Um, but he was really hesitant because he thought the idea sounded a bit gimmicky. 
Um, and then on the other side, Ruben had sent the song to Cash, but Cash just couldn't get past this industrial brutality of the song. So Ruben said to Cash, forget, forget the music. Here are the lyrics. He sent him the written lyrics and said, just read the lyrics and we'll, we'll find a way to make this work. And they did. They changed the music to sort of a country folk uh, and they changed the meaning of the song too. Cash was going to sing it as a song of regret by a man at the end of his life. So here's, mm. here's the Johnny, Johnny Cash version. What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away in the end And you could have it all Very powerful. Yeah. And and given the context that he was very close to death, it's mm. it's such an incredible song. Um, when Trent Reznor heard the Johnny Cash version, he said it sounded weird to him. Like it, it sounded like his girlfriend was cheating on him, although he used stronger <laughs> language than that. <laughs> but when, when he saw the music video, and, it, and it's really the music video that I want to focus on here because I think it's a really important element to the power of the cover. When he saw the video, Trent said he welled up in tears and got goosebumps and said to himself, wow, I've just actually lost my girlfriend. This song was no longer mine. So so definitely check out, if you haven't already, mm. the music video. It was ranked mm. best music video ever by NME in uh, 2011. Um, wow. It's an absolute masterclass study in symbolism. So the song, song is all about regret. And the video is full of these real footage flashbacks to Johnny Cash in his potent youth, back when he was like a real strong man's man. Um, in one scene, he's literally driving a locomotive engine. It's it's fantastic. But anyway, this old footage of him in his prime is mm. um, starkly juxtaposed with images of present day de decay. So he's sitting at this big banquet that on closer inspection, all the food is rotting. Um, there's footage of his museum long closed down and in sad disrepair with dusty and broken memorabilia. And then there's the man himself. He's frail and haunted and close to death. It's really only a few months before he when, died. When did he die? Uh, 2003, oh, okay. 2003, yeah, yeah. So the song came out in 2002, and then the music video, I think, came out quite a bit after that, like mm. like later in the year. And then by 2003, uh, he was he was gone. But a really powerful moment in the, in the music video yeah. was um, when, without breaking eye contact with the viewer, he tips his wine glass with a shaky hand, pouring out his wine across this banquet, this rotting banquet, sort of like, um, uh, rejecting the showy facade he'd been trying to maintain and, you know, all this empire of dirt as he sings and stuff. It's it's uncomfortably heartbreaking. It really is an awesome, awesome music video. Mm, it's one that stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. Yeah, it's really um, like that. I had this phone call from my brother saying, look, you've got to go find this. Johnny Cash is covered hurt by Nine Inch Nails. And I'm a Nine Inch Nails fan and so is my brother. And we obviously quite adored the downward spiral in its own weird and fantastical way but then we watched that and yeah i did have tears in my eyes after watching it it was stunning i i think it's you towards the end of the video there's this relentless relentless tolling beat and it's in the original too by nine nine inch nails it is yet another mortality reference and the, 
and the, in the music video, there's a quickening of the editing. It gets faster and faster, and you get overwhelmed with this imagery of present day and past, present, past, present, and um, uh, religious imagery. There's Christ on the cross and things like that, until it suddenly stops in this final sustained piano note. And as it dies out into silence, we see old Cash close the piano lid virtually for the last time, clo like closing a coffin. And he just lightly caresses the top of the lid with his gnarled old hands. Uh, it's just, it's just an incredible video. I just can't say enough about it. <laughs> I think we should link that one up on the, on the old Facebook page. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go and check it out after this. And By the way, it's a great sign when the original artist does like a slow cat clap for the cover. So yeah. obviously Trent, Trent was very impressed with mm. Cash's version of Hurt. Similarly, McCartney said that Joe Cocker's version of Get By With A Little Help was mm. mind-blowing. He said it was mind-blowing. And he said he was forever grateful to Joe for transforming it into a soul anthem, which was great. Mm. But on yeah. the other hand, on the other hand, when Gloria Gaynor heard cake's version of i will survive her only comment was that she didn't like it because it had profanity in it oh, <laughs> which i think that's, tells that's you everything sweet. you need to know about gloria gator oh, no, wallace no. over to you mate i've gone through i've gone for the um as i was listening to my choices hmm. uh instead of just choosing sort of popular songs i started to think to myself and this is the song that relates to the the guitar so I started to think to myself, well, this is this is going down more of a technology kind of avenue. So this is how songs have changed with the help of technology, different mm. equipment, sounds, better, you know, improved guitars, improved amps, improved effects or whatever. And, yeah, <clears throat> and as a guitarist, I just love the song. I've always loved this song. So here's the original. It's by two guys that are called Santo and Johnny. Shadows. Yeah, no, that's that's Santo and Johnny. That's the, the name of the two guys. Mm. Yeah, of the same sort of a bit, bit, bit before the shadows, okay. but uh, you're you're on the right path. It's all uh, Fender, mm. you know, Stratocaster or Telecasters probably. And uh, then you have this version here, which comes off a great album, which is called Strange Beautiful Music, which could really be the one and only. Mr. Joe Satriani. So there you go, and you've got a, you've just got a, a, basically the same song. There's more fluttery bits. There's a few nice arpeggios in there. So you've got more technical playing and more advanced playing and more, more modern technology. So it's a nice way to bring an old song into the future. The really, pedals. what's the song called? 
called sleepwalking. Yeah, yeah. So the shadows covered that. Oh, probably. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Because my yeah. uncle used to yeah. play. It. Yeah, beautiful song. Oh, beautiful uh, song. classic. Yeah, mm. and it's just a, it's a nice. I'm a guitarist, so it's a nice guitar-y song. Mm. And uh, Joe Satriani. I mean that you've got two. 20 second clip it's there if you listen to the full version of Satch's song mm. he and especially with headphones with your eyes shut and cranked he's got such a nice tone on that guitar and he does some beautiful licks i mean he's just a he's a very very tasty player mm. sounds like honey it's very warm his uh, <sighs> guitar it's just lovely. it is yeah, yeah he's a lovely player yeah he's, he's a beautiful to it. yeah the original sound he's, is quite thin in comparison mm. Mm. so there you go very nice thank you all right um back to me there's a new kid in oh i love this song fucking eagles love this Who do you think there was? No idea. Two of them. Country singers Cheryl Crow and Grace Potter. Yeah. Didn't we just have, have Cheryl on the show before? Didn't mm-hmm. someone yeah, play did. Cheryl Crow? Yes. So that was you, Martin, wasn't it? I've, I've, it was. I've got a Cheryl now, coming up as well. Does she write any of her own songs? <laughs> she just a cover artist? Uh, she had one or two, I think. But um, <laughs> So this one, um, Cheryl and Grace covered this at the Glen Fry tribute concerts um and it's it's definitely one better live the 12 string guitar on it is just to die for acoustic 12 string guitarist um cheryl i mean she's a good good vocalist in that but grace potter is an even better vocalist and she's doing back backing and harmonies right and what makes this really interesting is that she could absolutely blow cheryl out of the water vocally right her range and her the power the strength in her voice so much superior to Cheryl, but she doesn't. She's sympathetic to what Cheryl's doing the lead, and Grace is just doing enough to make Cheryl sound better than she would otherwise. And what that's what I really like about this performance um, of this one. And uh, it's a good song. I, li- I like the tune. I just don't like the, the Eagles version of it. It just sounds very um, vanilla and bland and just like I want to just play like, out. Yeah, just like the Eagles. Nah, yeah. the Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles were good in the early days, man. Old Fifty Five and stuff. Some of that stuff was really cool. What was that? What was that album with the eagle picture of the? Was it Border in the border. on the border? Border, border. Yeah. That's a great album. Yeah, I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, they can write good songs. Don't get me wrong. I love their songs. Just don't like them singing. I think I said that on the previous podcast. <laughs> Midnight Fly. What a tune. <laughs> but yeah so that was my take um cheryl crow grace potter doing new kids in town um which must lead us back to you mr thurston the old kid in town all old right kid in town what have you got for us mate 
we all know that one. Yep. 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 We all know that one. So let's move on to a little bit of difference. So we've got. You know, always do it nice and rough. Then we're going to take the beginning of this song and do it easy. Yep. But then we're going to do the finish. Rough. The way we do proud Mary. Yeah, Tina. Got it. Yeah, that's wow, Tina's cool. with Ike back nice. in the day. And you know what? That just the energy is just oh, lifted. I was going to say, up. the energy that just, yeah. And I love the a big intro to it, which is that, you know, we're going to play it real smart. We're going to play it real cool. We're going to do it nice and quiet. And then suddenly we just launch into this soul spectacular. You've, you've, yeah, you've, you've shared that on a previous podcast. I know. Um, I, I, I like, we had, um, no, Martin's talked about it in the past. Martin? And, yeah. um, and then, he, you know, um, I heard it a few years back yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm not really a big like, fan of the original. Like and this- then. At the start there, Ike in the background, like an old blues singer. Yeah. <laughs> just, oh, yeah. Big world's turn. Oh, yeah. Right. And, and when she goes rolling, go he ahead. goes rolling on the <laughs> river. Yes. And then That's it just right. launches into this soul spectacular. And um, any reminder of um, CCR is gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's just no coming back after you've heard that. Because you're like, oh, yeah, it's good. But the Tina one's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's mine. It is, it is one of those, isn't it, where there's nothing wrong with the original until you hear the no. remake. And you go, wow. Yeah. 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 That's oh, for me. Just the, nice. I think partly it's the energy. I think a lot of the tracks we've got tonight, apart from maybe a, maybe a couple, they've all injected something a little bit different or their own personality or something into it. And I think that's what's lifted it. And they mm. end up kind of owning the track quite mm. a bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Cool. All right, back to you, Jace. Right. Your well, pick, we talked we talked earlier about Cheryl Crow. So I'm going to do a Cheryl Crow. Where it's Cheryl, Cheryl Crow, Crow not. original. Okay. Oh, cool. So um so my my pick it's gonna be a fun one. It's a funky version of All I Wanna Do, uh, covered by little little known really band, recent band really, Jacob Luttrell of uh, scary pockets. So here's mm-hmm. here's Cheryl Crow with the original. So it's like a a washboard slide guitar country pop hit mm. from '94. Yeah, yeah. Here I it remember. is. The bartender looks up from his one ass, but all I wanna do is have some fun. So that, that really brings me back to uni days because it was yeah. on high rotation on the radio. It's a radio song, totally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hell of a, um, hell of a uh, harmonies going on, though. I tell you what, she's yes. a singer, man. Oh, it's, it's awesome. A good, it's, it's a really good catchy. song. It's a yeah, really I, I good love song. It. 
so anyway, this this cover, I love how um, uh, loose and funky this cover is that you're about to hear. And in particular, keep an ear out for uh, Jacob's fun, I guess you could call it like a, a Stevie Wonder style scat that he throws in there. So mm. have a listen to this one. What do we think? Yeah, I saw that on Facebook recently, and it's yeah. bloody good. So good. I actually do yeah. prefer it's the original. Um, two different yeah, for, songs. Two, for me, it's, it's close. It's probably the closest of my cover originals. Uh, mm. That I, I just can't fault the Sugar Crow one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mr. Wallace. Oh, by the way, listeners, we've lost Martin, hopefully temporarily only. His um, building alarm went off. <laughs> so um, yeah, to... Um, it's a head, I think head he down. was uh, he was probably trying to cook some chocolate brownies or something. Oh, no. Burnt the brownies again. Martin, well, you the burnt shepherd's the pie left it in the burnt oven. The it's burnt. shepherd's pie. Burnt I'd like to give you guys a little bit of this. Check this out. All I really want to do friends with you uh, so that sounds shit. like dylan is that early dylan that, yeah that is early dylan yeah wow. we, we, we could we could do a whole show on just purely covers by dylan yeah, of dylan it's, songs yeah <laughs> it's oh, horrible yeah. but here's here's a much 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 better version And I'm a huge fan of that sound. I love the birds. The birds, birds, the cover version. It does sound good. They did heaps of Dylan covers, eh? Mm. Yeah, and rightly so, because Dylan's. Uh, yeah, and, and guess, yeah, Hey Tambourine Man. Is there any one Hey Tambourine Man, Hey Mr. Tambourine Man that you know? And it's the birds. It's just always going to be, it's isn't like, it? Like um, All Along the Watchtower, right? By Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. as I said, we, we could do a fabulous show of um, Dylan covers. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I was listening to the, you know, the new Extreme single that's been put out that we linked. And oh, uh, Extreme, I'm an, I'm an Extreme fan, but I, I revisited it, sparked off a thing going back to the 90s and listening to their stuff in order. Mm. And uh, I just love their licks, but, you know, it's funny, eh, because they just lack it lyrically. They just know he never had any good lyrics, and and Dylan's <laughs> kind of the same, music, you know, melodically. Dylan can write an amazing song; he just can't really sing them. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of truth in that. Yes. Oh. Okay, so this one probably falls in the same category, right? We've had the song on the show before, under our um, Wondergrins, was it? Misheard lyrics. Oh, oh right. right, right, yeah. This was one of Martin's. Martin, this one's for you, mate. I know you'll enjoy this one. Original. Oh, cut loose like a 
Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Who was the original? Springsteen. Springsteen, yeah. totally. Yeah, wow. yeah. And um, Manfred Mann covered it, and it is probably the more iconic version. Yeah, I'd say I put my money on. So, and they bought something different, right? It was a lot more. Uh, uh, what would you call it? Sympathy or yeah, those different? Cool. Yeah, the organs. Yeah. Do we know if Martin's okay? <laughs> He's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, good. Um, yep, I think so. Everything's okay. Has to wait for the fire brigade to turn up. This might be a little bit apt. <laughs> Jesus, this. I can take you Martin's on fire. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, you guys. Oh. Did you really. I, I, I would like to say that um that, that this has all worked out very well listeners very well i had this song and um I, it was one of my backups in case i that we had a double up and you know remarkably events happen and suddenly martin's on fire and so the song was bruce springsteen again i'm on fire but um I've got a, a wonderful cover by a Wellington band back in the 90s called Head Like a Hole and their um, cover of I'm on Fire. Again, like I can Tina, quietish, and then a, a full-on freak out at the end. Let's have a listen. Tell me now, baby, is it good to you? Can you do the things that I don't do when I, I can take you higher? So it's Booger oh, and the team. Nice. That is that's that, wicked. That, that is wicked. And how wicked, yes. And it really turns the song into a wicked sort of southern thing, which is pretty cool. But that was um, done here in Wellington. Again, really kick-ass video. It's got them um, playing on top of the old radioactive building on the corner oh, of yeah. Marion Street and Vivian oh, wow. Street. And they've got a helicopter around and they're all playing on top of there and they're doing I'm on fire. It's awesome. Totally check it out. It's like a nice slice of 90s on top of the roof in Wellington. Yeah, so beautiful. I rate that. I really do. Really filthy. Yeah, man. that's like so that's so Kiwiana rock. Oh, isn't it? Just, it, just yeah, but it, but it, yeah, I know it's a nasty song. And then yeah. it's and then they've just played it nasty, just like Jason was saying about um earlier uh, glorious song yeah this is just taking it to that oh that obsessive nastiness of i'm on fire yeah nice he doesn't play it live anymore does he spruce thing i have no idea no he doesn't is it not appropriate well uh, no not really (laughs) 
hey, hey, little girl, what is it? <laughs> yeah, well, your daddy's not home. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's really wrong, but I love the way that head like a hole covered that. I remember watching the video at the time going, this is good, this is good. And then they just do that really crazy ending. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the shit. That's awesome. Nice. Anyway, that's my All final right. track, listeners. Lovely. Thank you so much, Glenn. Ho um, hopefully Martin's not on fire. He's not. He's texted me his choice for his last one, and I'm going to put that on now. So this is his original. That was his last choice. That's and right. Song his, to retire. And his um, cover, Who covered which he prefers. That? Oh, I know. Oh, these guys the one. Oh. I remember this cover. It's terrible. And all the Oh my god. <laughs> Sounds like Bert Baccarat. <laughs> but no, Bert's better than that. <laughs> that could run a decent tune. Because, um. There are many things that I would like to say to you, but I don't know how. Baby. Baby. That is does the cover, Martin. Right? Does Martin cover, live in it? Yeah, does Martin's he live in an apartment block? Yes. yes. So he's been in the elevator way too much. Yeah. <laughs> way, is, way, way too much. <laughs> this is the Mike that Flowers is... Pops. Yes, Mike I remember Flowers that pops. cover. <laughs> oh, my um, goodness. If you want to hear a really good one um, of Wonderwall, good cover, um, our, one of our longtime listeners, Gemma, recommended um, Ryan Adams' cover of it. Oh, Takes it into a real cunt, country version and... Um, yeah, no, that's a good one to check out if you like Wonderwall. In all fairness, I probably would share, I would probably sit with Martin and have a dry martini and listen to a bit of that. Reckon? I think he's just taking yeah, a piss. Shaking not, having... shaking not stirred. Oh, that's his he's style. having a laugh. <laughs> Martin's, Martin's definitely taking the piss, but not by much because that is actually quite fun. I've got a couple of honourable mentions, and I'm mm -hmm. surprised that, that we haven't doubled up on more songs, to be honest. Mm. But... Um, uh, here's, here's my honourable mentions. Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson, as covered by Alien Ant Farm. I think that's an awesome song. And my wife pointed out a really good one the other day, Killing Me Softly by um, Fuji's. Fuji's. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, that would, that yeah. came up. But then, oh, both are just sublime. Um, so I couldn't I couldn't even <laughs> think it was better. But yeah, yeah, I agree. Yes. So that's, those had... are my honourable mentions. All right. Thanks, Chase. Awesome, mate. Good. And Mr. Wallace. Yeah, well, I'm one. surprised nobody did Marilyn Manson Tainted Love, to be honest. Because <laughs> that's just a cracking cover. You reckon? Oh, I love you know, it. You know Tainted Love, the um, the soft cell, was it soft cell? Yeah, soft cell. Yeah, that, that's a cover. Oh, we, we found that out over the week. It's actually a cover of a 60s song. Didn't oh. even know it. Well, no, neither did I. Manson's no, version, no. I love that. I've got a nice one for you. This is my final choice for the evening. And this one I have gone for, it's a similar to the, a little bit similar to the original, mm. but I think it's, for me, it's a case of taking a kind of classic song and then when it's just kind of spruced up and beefed up and just a little injection of energy and sent on its way. So just moves it into the modern times a little bit, but it's still a cracking song, the original. Uh, here's the original right now. Enjoy. Well, do you 
Freeman, and here's the preferred version. Oh, I love it, love it, love it. Pheromones. Yeah, Good and the choice. A, thank you, yeah. And I just love that, you know. It's not far from the original, but it's just got a bit more attitude what? and a bit more, yeah. It's fucking miles away. More punk. Same three chords. Ian's right. It is, it is pretty much the same. I think that's fab. Hmm. Martin, you're alive. <laughs> Mate, Barbecue, oh, anyone? Yeah. <laughs> wow, well, we've already we've did a cover of uh, "I'm on Fire" before, so yeah, it was um, it was very topical at Lynn's the moment. Choice. <laughs> oh. And you got your own back of us, mate. I put on that um, "Wonder Wall" by Mike Flowers, and it's yeah, interesting. Yeah, definite improvement on the original, I think. Uh, yeah, much a big step up. Yeah. Um, oh. I have got one more. She keeps a moist mm. in a pretty cabinet. Really? There's a cover? Says, Just like this Marie is the original. Building a remedy for Chris Job and Kennedy. And this is um, Scottish band Travis. She keeps them away in Shandon in a pretty cabin. Let them eat cake, she said, just like Mary Antoinette. Built in a remedy, push job and Kennedy. They did the harmonies so well on it, and, and it blew me away when I first heard it a few years back. And um, yeah, uh, a great homage. What yeah. was their big hit, Travis? Always raining on me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Far out. So that's interesting. Martin, that 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 when I heard that cover, I just thought, remember the show Stars in Your Eyes? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it sounded yeah. like yes, someone's coming out scene trying today, to be just like Freddie. <laughs> today Travis is going to be queen. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Lucky last, David. Lucky last. Lucky last, right. What a fool believes. Oh, I love that. Reminds me of what's that? There's that, there's that scene in High Fidelity, the film, like the, the, and, the they, and, they, scene. <laughs> and they go into the bar and the, the play, the, the woman singing, the artist, and he goes, Peter Frampton. He goes, Peter fucking Frampton. <laughs> Peter fucking and, Frampton. And then they listen to it. Go, oh, that was actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, reminds me exactly that. Just Peter walked into Frampton. a bar. Yeah, Peter bloody Frampton. 
Yeah, uh, she covered that. What was that? Oh, ter- um, Teresa Curatola. She's a um, session session muso. No, she 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 does her own stuff as well, but she does a lot of session work um, over in LA and uh, with the Stories crew. Um, and has just put out a new album, but that track tends to be. Uh, yeah, I just think it's a bit more soulful, soulful and. Again, it's not just the vocals. The guitar work on it is... I don't know if you got that bass walk down on the acoustic just before. It sounded so cool. It's like... Dun, 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 dun. Um, yeah, just love it. Sucker for a good acoustic cover. All right, fellas. Thank you so much for that. That was really entertaining. I learned a thing or two. But um, And thank you, Jason, for joining us. It's been good having you on the show, mate. Oh, thanks for inviting me. I had an absolute blast. Yeah. And sorry for stealing your song. But, you know, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Well, Martin threatened Ian. Uh, what what listeners don't know is that Martin threatened Ian earlier in the week. So Ian's been shit scared the whole week going, I don't get a double up. Don't, I don't get a double up. And who gets the double up? Me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, should I choose a Van Halen song? No, you really got me. You really got we me. We know not to go near Martin's songs. <laughs> you can have Wonderwall. Stay, stay clear yes, of all of the Van Halen covers. Just because you're I'm right. He can, have, he can have Wonderwall. Yes. Yeah. I'll always well. have Wonderwall. Yeah. You will always have wonderful. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Final nice comments, fellas. Final thoughts. Oh, probably do a sequel in about a year's time. Why not? <laughs> do part two. <laughs> yeah, covers that should never have been made. Yes, oh, worse yeah. than the original. Yeah. Worse Why did you want this? Yeah. Well, oh, I, mean, I think, you know, long live the creativeness of all these wonderful musicians that can mm. take something and and do something with it i think it's just great that people can do that you know it's yeah. just amazing it's amazing you know especially what i think it's interesting what i think is interesting is is finding out the 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 big hits that you thought were originals weren't like um uh obviously elvis and like blue suede shoes or something it's like this this funny yeah. little rock version before him that you know it was it was okay but but it didn't have that pizzazz that elvis, elvis to it. to... but it's just it's mm-hmm. just become an elvis song yeah, <laughs> totally. yeah nothing totally. compares nothing compares to you comes to mind yes yeah yeah, yeah. And... mind you i've never heard prince sing that it's not great <laughs> it's, it's nothing not, compared to you. Yeah, I could. It's not good. It's not good. Was that, so? Was Prince the original, or did he cover it? Yes, yes, no, the original. It. Yeah, he wrote it. His Lucky, his arrangement yeah. of it is truly awful. Um, yeah, horrid. And I'm I'm a Prince fan, but you know you can you can say it because it is oh. that bad. And then then you hear Sinead's one, and you're like, whoa, that's yeah. damn awesome. But that's yep. like Metallica's version of Bob Seger. Here I go up on the road again. Here oh, I God. am. And it's like, oh, yeah. get, get my gun and shoot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just so bad. And whiskey in the jazz. Pretty that bad. Is well. truly yeah, that's awful. Awful. That's truly awful. awful. Yeah. Most of Metallica stuff's truly awful. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, fellas, it's getting late. So thank you so much um, for uh, for being here, for Jason, with us to share awesome. on this. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. Wonderful topic, and um, hope to have you back again another night. And chaps, thanks again, um, and we'll catch you next time. Listeners. Rock on! Yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. It's been a nice show. Appreciate it. Nice to meet you, Jace. Yeah, good fun. Awesome. Yeah.
Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. What would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Yeah. Oh, baby, how I'm gonna get high. 